Las Vegas, famous, fabulous playground of the West. A wide open town that never goes to sleep. Vegas! Vegas, baby, Vegas! You're either in or you're out. Right now. My best mates are going to Las Vegas this weekend. I'm told it's incredible. Las Vegas, here we go! Pack your bags and get ready. You're going to Vegas with people who know Vegas. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. Welcome to Vegas. You know, a great thing about Vegas is the food. From the finest dining experience anywhere to the great only in Vegas meal, Las Vegas has it. Today, you'll take a trip to two of the very best. Up first, that special dining experience is at Esther's Kitchen, just outside of downtown. Today, you'll meet the highly rated Chef James Tree, a graduate of the Culinary Institute of America in New York. Then, for something a little different, you better be hungry. Really hungry. You will meet Dr. John Basso, who strives to provide nutritional pornography in his food. That's his face. Finally, your Vegas insider, Scott Robin of VitalVegas.com, is here to join in the cuisine chat. Scott says there's a surprise experience over at Circus Circus. Let's go to Vegas, baby. Let's go tonight. Let's go tonight. Let's go to Vegas. We'll stay up all night. Let's go to Vegas, baby. Let's get away. In Las Vegas, there's a lot of famous, great restaurants on the Strip, but there are some great ones in some of the outer areas, like near downtown and stuff. And, boy, one place that our Your Vegas insider, Scott Robin, mentioned to me that you have to go is Esther's Kitchen. And we're here with Chef James Trees. Chef, uh, you're really making a name for yourself here. How do you go about doing so? I mean, I saw you you had the, all the right training and so forth. You pick a place like this, which is kind of hard to find. Do you just let the, do you let the good word get out, which apparently it has? <laughs> Um, really what it came down to was I was coming back home. So when I decided to open in the arts district, I was looking for a real neighborhood. And this feels like a real neighborhood in a city that doesn't like always have reality attached to it. And I think, you know, what we're doing here is just very, um, at its core, simple, good food. Well, yeah, it's that great. I mean, I grew up. I'm an Italian guy, so I grew up with this stuff. And I, you know, he's starting to tell me this, and my my mouth's starting to water because what you've done is really uh, taken some of that great uh, great training and so forth, but bring it back to really good Italian food. Yeah, you're not an Italian guy. How did you learn to cook such great Italian food? Well, the funny thing is, I grew up um, on the east side of Vegas, and my mom's a teacher, so I was never. Dinner wasn't always on the table, so I was always eating at my best friend's house, who actually works here during the daytime. His name is Alfio, and Alfio, his dad and his mother are phenomenal cooks. He's from uh, Melfi in Italy, and so I had the opportunity to learn that flavor profile from him and then apply, like you said, the technique that you learn at, you know, restaurants like Le Bernardin, restaurants like, you know, working for Gordon Ramsay and Michael Mina and all that. And what you do is you take the elements of the fine dining and apply them to food that everyone can already comprehend and like you know and you just raise the bar a little bit so uh i tell people all the time like our bread and butter is bread and butter like we have to nail something so simple as bread everyone knows what spaghetti and meatballs taste like our baseline is the your nona's version like if we're not better than that 
like that, then, then we shouldn't be doing anything else. Like we should just keep working at that. And so consistency in sauces and a lot of the things that we do that no one else does is we cook every dish gets finished in a pan. Like, like there's nothing, like nothing out of a bag, nothing like fancy, like there's no molecular cooking here. We just cook. No, that's great stuff. And I mean, you know, you talk about, you know, everybody's nana, you know, and I mean, I used to have a bunch of Italian friends and each one of them had the sauce, you know, and all the sauces were good. And you, we miss that. There's a lot of these so-called yuppie Italian places and it's good food, but it's not really what I think of that. So I think it's great that you could combine some of that great technique with such great flavors. Yeah. I mean, like, so the flavor profile of our sauce is uh, Alfio's dad sauce that I grew up eating, except for rather than using parsley, which he uses, that, and then we use basil. That's that's like the baseline. Like I mean, like so many restaurants are all about technique, and so like so technique driven to the point where they lose the actual sight that making delicious food is the most important thing. And our goal is to just every single time someone like the, my sous chef Casey actually has this thing. And he says they're doing the food dance, where people will look at the food kind of like wonder about it, eat it, and then they'll start dancing in their seats. And it's, it's so funny. He's like, yeah, they're doing the food dance on table 31. And you're like, oh, wow, look at that. And it's just like, it's like that thing where it's like, oh, my God, this is seems so simple, but how is it so good? It's funny that we, we search out these restaurants and so forth, yet when people ask that some of the greatest meals, they remember that their childhood. And for you to do that, it's just fantastic. And I think, you know what, the Arts District, it, it, it's, coming, uh, it's coming of age. You know, you can see where it's, it's, it's grown up, things are nice around here. It's got its own kind of uh, quirky feel to it. And a restaurant like this, people, it's a good reason to come out here. Yeah, I mean, like, coming down to the Arts District is, like, it's actually more of an adventure than people actually expect it to be. Because, like, once you get down here, you realize there's all these awesome shops and artists and galleries, and you have all this culture that's actually happening. And all, like, the local artists who reside in this area, they're the people who work in my restaurant. I didn't go to the Strip and hire a bunch of resumes. I didn't go, like, find guys who worked at Robichon or worked at Michael Mina or worked at Gordon Ramsay Steak. I don't want those guys. Those guys are about boosting up a check average and taking home $400 night like that's not the people i want i want the people who really care about every single person who comes down here and that's how we built our staff and so like when people say like oh my gosh i've never been down here i'm like well this is the jumping off point now walk down to rebar and see what they're doing there where it's like where it's this really cool dive bar slash antique store walk across the street and have cocktails at uh at velveteen rabbit and see what the girls are doing over there some of the most inventive cocktails in the city come over to the you know the best new cocktail bar in the city jammy land and have a, a rum based cocktail walk by all these beautiful places you know go to cornish pasty have a beer you know grab grab a dessert the banoffee pie is awesome and you know and play a free game of pool like nowhere else in the city can you do that like you always go somewhere you show up you do the thing and then you leave like that's not the experience of the arts the arts district is just so much more enveloping so much more real than all these other places like if you go to boca park you go to kona grill you eat some crappy sushi and you fucking go home right but that's the thing is like you don't have to do that here this could be so much more so we want it to be well, absolutely. And, you know, there's plenty of parking here. And for visitors, you know, 
it's a place that you might not read about in the uh, tour guides, but trust me, it's a lot of fun. And if nothing else, you're going to have an incredible meal. Uh, I got to tell you, James, I, I've been hearing around here, the, the crowds are excited. You know, the, the critics love it. So what's next? I understand you were looking to uh, add a few more. So the whole entire idea of, of Esther's is it's a neighborhood restaurant. And what I feel is that maybe there's some other underserved neighborhoods and I want to get to them. But really what it comes down to is my team. So the person who's going to be leading the new restaurant up at Tivoli is Sonia. She's our bar director. I mean, she came from Catania in San Francisco. She totally understands hospitality at a, at a level that Las Vegas really needs in a real way. Um, and then the chef of that restaurant is going to be Dylan. He's been with me for three and a half years, even though I know we've only been open a year. He was one of my cooks at Superba in El Segundo and opened that restaurant with me. So he understands the 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 needs of the business and as he grows as a culinarian and as a professional i want to not lose people i want to build a family more with chef james trees of esther's kitchen in just a moment remember please visit vegas never sleeps online for the best in vegas it's VegasNeverSleeps.com. For the best in sports, it's Sports RACX, which is available on radio stations nationwide and wherever you listen to podcasts. That's Sports RACX. And later today on Sports Rockin' Tours, we'll talk with Pro Football Hall of Fame guard Jerry Kramer, who will discuss his great career, including that famous block in the 1967 Ice Bowl. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi, Coast to Coast on the Talk Media Network. Hi, this is Andy Martello, Las Vegas entertainer, award-winning author, voice of the Las Vegas Aviators, and generally tired human being. You are listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. Hi, this is Dr. Annette of The Dr. Annette Show. We've been talking today about COVID-19 and steps you can take to possibly prevent or mitigate infection. Silver and zinc have been used for centuries as disinfectants and as antimicrobials. We're offering you this special discount to make it easier and more affordable to get these essential silver and zinc liquid mineral supplements. Visit our website at www.elementalresearchinc.com and use promo code VEGAS20 to get 20% off silver and zinc products. Once again, that's www.elementalresearchinc.com and use promo code VEGAS20 to get 20% off silver and zinc products. Professional line not included. We are all in this together and we can get through this. Learn more at elementalresearchinc.com and use the promo code VEGAS20. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Okay, Sean, we need to talk about our training budget. We're spending almost $1,500 per employee each year. What's the plan? Well, ma'am, 42% of companies are saying that e-learning has led to an increase in revenue. What does that do about the travel expense? E-learning allows employees to learn wherever they are. Then we need to consider the time away from production. I heard that e-learning takes up to 60% less employee time than traditional classroom training. Perfect. Let's find a curriculum company, a development company, a learning management software company. Actually, Epsilon XR specializes in end-to-end learning solutions with tools such as instructor-led training, online classrooms, simulations, virtual and augmented reality, and curriculum development. Get Epsilon XR on the phone. 
Epsilon XR creates immersive learning environments that engage with your learner, resulting in improved information retention, which leads to better performance and ultimately an increase in revenue. Learn more at elearning.epsilonxr.com. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. You are listening to Chef James Tree, Sylvester's Kitchen, which was named Best Italian Restaurant by Desert Companion in its Best of the City issue. So we're opening another restaurant at Tivoli, and it's going to be a neighborhood restaurant. And it's going to be focused around uh, a little more pizza, a little less pasta than here, and then a really cool ice cream concept that Dylan's always wanted to do. And so, like, what we are talking about is a chef-driven seasonal ice cream concept that's part of the business over there. You know, great ice cream is always wonderful. And in a place that gets into the hundreds most of the year, uh, we could really appreciate it. I'm telling folks, you're going to love this place. Let's give people an idea because people are hearing this all over the country that have no idea. You know, they're used to uh, the strip. Maybe they know a little bit about downtown. Like I say, you search this out. It's not very far. What's on the menu? Okay, give them the idea of the menu because it makes my mouth water in its simplicity, actually. So, I mean, it's all the things that you'd really want to have. Like, we have uh, great spaghetti and meatballs. We have we make our bread in-house. Uh, cacio e pepe, just like three-ingredient pastas. Like, really, really simple, classic Italian food, but just done really well and consistently. And we really ma- and we make all the pasta in-house. We don't use any dried pasta ever. Um, we just want to do things the best they can be done. We use a ton of seasonal products. A lot of our product comes from uh, my favorite farmers in California, and I get dinged all the time for not talking about this enough, but we use 100% organic produce. We don't use any uh, GMO products. We don't use anything that has glycophosphate, including our flowers are all from Italy or they're from uh, central milling in Utah. I mean, these are things that like we really, really care about. So even people who are a little gluten intolerant can have our pastas, can have our, our pizzas, can have our bread, and they don't have any reaction. The same way people are like, oh, when I went to Italy, I had the bread and no reaction. Like, right. well, Come have our bread. And I promise you, you won't have a reaction, like, except for the fact that you'll actually enjoy eating bread again, you know? Um, and, and really what it's about, it's about a community restaurant and about, you know, we're not trying to um, run up a check. All of our wine is priced very affordably. We do $40 a bottle, $10 a glass on all the reds. And we have, you know, wines that are on the menus in the big hotels at $160, $200 a bottle. It's just not about overcharging for things. It's all about quality and value and a place where you can come, have dinner, and still pay your rent. Yeah, well, and it kind of reminds you of the places that people grew up with great Italian food with New York, Chicago, San Francisco, where there were great neighborhood places where you knew, like you said, you always knew you were going to get a good meal. It was going to be a fair price. And I think if you come once, you're going to come uh, as many times as possible every time you visit out here. So, Chef, what a great pleasure. Let's tell people how they can get here. All right, so we are in the Arts District, obviously, um, and our cross streets are uh, Casino Center and California. That sounds good. And uh, reservations uh, welcome? Highly recommended on Open Table. Uh, most likely, if you don't have a reservation, the wait can go up to two hours. And it's worth it. Chef, we will see you again, hopefully, at the new place out in, uh, where is it again? Where is it going to be? It's going to be in uh, Tivoli Village. Another great little Italian neighborhood there. Hey, thanks so much. Really appreciate it. Thank you very much. 
And now for something completely different, let's drive a mile or two to downtown Las Vegas. We talk about Las Vegas, we talk about famous places to eat in. Perhaps the most famous restaurant, if not in Las Vegas, but maybe in the country, is Heart Attack Grill. You've heard it. It gets skewered by health aficionados. Other people love the the concept of it. It's a lot of fun. It's definitely a place you want to see, you want to go to. It's in downtown Las Vegas. And we have the chief surgeon from there, the person that started all this, Dr. John. Well, Dr. John, tell me, a hospital-themed restaurant in downtown Las Vegas, uh, Tell me the truth. Were you just trying to kind of dig a little at all these health people that are saying you can't eat this, you can't eat that? Because certainly you can eat anything at your restaurant. Hey, well, um, first, please let me just say thank you. It's great to be on. I I appreciate getting a chance to speak with your audience. Um, The whole reason why I came at this is exactly what you said, health aficionados. And these people do believe that they are the end-all fountain of wisdom when it comes to nutrition. And this whole concept, the heart attack grill, has been my personal stab at a medical community and a fitness industry that has betrayed us. And I could say that with absolute confidence because of the fact of we have a global obesity epidemic right now. Now, if the doctors and the fitness trainers and the the health food industry were actually doing their job, well, then the obesity rate wouldn't be as bad as it is. So I happen to think that the traditional way of saying this is how you should take care of yourself, this is how you should view food, I think that that is absolutely the wrong way to go which is why I've gone the complete polar opposite. We prescribe bigger portions, higher fat, but most importantly, more fun. Sure, we won the Guinness Book of World Records for the most caloric hamburger, but the whole point of giving you the verified world's most caloric hamburger is to make you think, to change the way you view junk food as a treat to right. be enjoyed once in a while, but not three meals a day, seven days a week. That's the whole point of the heart attack grill. Well, and that's what I got out of that, too. And I've talked to some people that have been down in downtown, and they say, uh, oh, it's crazy and all this. But they've gone in there and eaten, and they enjoy the food. And it's like, yeah, so you're not going to go there all the time. And that's exactly the point of this. And uh, it's just a lot of fun. You know, nobody talks about – I want you to talk for a minute, though, about how good the food tastes because I don't see, read this in any of these articles, and yet people that went there go, well, yeah, it was really good. So, I mean, it also is very tasty. Well, well here's the thing about the heart attack grill. Uh, I'll tell you the truth. On a bad day, our burger's a B plus, and on a good day, our burger's an A-. minus. That's the reality. We don't put foie gras. We don't put avocado. We don't massage a cow and Kobe beef. What we do is we do a good old-fashioned American hamburger, uh, fresh ground, flat griddled in its own grease. We throw a little extra lard in there, and then we slap some good old-fashioned yellow American cheese on it. Our whole concept is to go retro. We do an old-fashioned American burger, and it's in a very large portion, and it's it's good. I mean, our, our cooks work very, very difficult. Uh, they work long hours, and 
it's hard for them to um, do this, but they do a very good job. Um, I would like to boast that our milkshake is simply the finest in the world. Um, you could take that from an old ice cream snob like me. There's literally no chance of having a higher butterfat content than we have in our shakes, as physics simply wouldn't allow it. <laughs> our shakes are so fatty and so rich, if you even had a quarter percent more butterfat in it, it would literally churn into ice cream, the paddles uh, into butter. The paddles in the ice cream machine simply can't handle a higher fat content than what we deliver. More with Chef John of the Heart Attack Grill in just a moment. If you love classic sports, you'll love Sports Rock and Tours, which now follows the show on most of these stations. You can also visit Sports RACX wherever you listen to podcasts. That's Sports RACX, short for Sports Rock and Tours. That's Sports RACX. And remember to check it out today for a discussion with Jerry Kramer of the Dynasty Green Bay Packer teams of the 1960s. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi nationwide on the Talk Media Network. Now, let's return to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. You are listening to Vegas Never Sleeps. We're talking with Dr. John of the Heart Attack Grill, which is in the Guinness Book of World Records for the world's most calorific burger. That's right, for their quadruple bypass burger, weighing in at almost 10,000 calories. So everything we do, um, whether it's a good old-fashioned, a greasy American cheeseburger, whether it's a uh, ultra-fat milkshake, whether it's full sugar sodas in a glass bottle, everything we do is um, for taste as opposed to having any concern over dietary issues. Because if you really want to take care of your body, stay home. Have some, uh, have some lean meats, have some good fruits and vegetables, and eat at home. But if you're going to go out on the town, hey, we want to deliver to you um, a very, very good tasting meal, but mostly we want to deliver to you fun. The Heart Attack Grill has been accused of a lot of things, but I don't think anybody's ever accused us of being a boring restaurant. We're, we're a costume party. Every single person who comes into the Heart Attack Grill wears a hospital gown. Now, these hospital gowns are tied on you, and then you, you, you p- begin to play the role of a patient. And we have a, um, a very friendly nurse who will take over your medical case, and she'll begin prescribing to you burgers and shakes. And uh, if you want to foray into our vegan menu, we do have a vegan menu. I mean, we're not barbarians. Our oh. vegan menu can... No, no, that consists of Lucky Strike cigarettes. Yeah. Because I assure you, there's absolutely no meat whatsoever in any of our leaf tobacco products. <laughs> and that's the way we like to keep it. So, the you know, the... the the whole costume party brings about the fun because we interact with people. Uh, people are able to hop into our wheelchair and take photos. They hop up on our scale and measure their body weight. Um, we have a, a full karaoke stage uh, with 24-7 uh, karaoke going on. We have a uh, uh, very, very famous form of punishment if you don't finish your entire meal. 
you get a spanking, uh, an actual real spanking, a very hard one in front of the whole audience. So we, we try to make the, um, the customers feel very much part of the show because the fact of the matter is they are the show. I can assure you that we're the world's only 24-7, 365 costume party. I've never seen this anywhere else because yeah. it occurs to us, well, if we have a medical theme and if the uh, customers aren't participating in the theme, then there's really not a theme because the customers outnumber the, the employees 30 to 1. So, uh, sure, of course, if it's just a nurse standing there, it's not as fun and rich of a theme. That's why we insist that everybody play along. We get a little hesitation at first, but then people get come out of their shelves and re- realize, hey, I'm in Vegas and it's time to party. And, you know, part of uh, having a good time is, is the give and take back and forth of uh, participating. Um, you know, you're right. Um, you're right. I mean, you got, you got to have uh, – when you visit the Heart Attack Grill, you got to uh, – Kind of give up your inhibitions or have fun. It is a lot of fun. But I got to tell you, and I want you to talk a little about your electric cattle because I've gone by this a number of times, this big old scale. Now, I'm not near the 350 mark, fortunately. But if I was remotely close, you couldn't get me on that in a million years. But apparently, you get a lot of people because if, if you hit that 350, you get to eat for free, right? We actually are the biggest clumpers in Las Vegas, but we focus who we do and do not deliver complimentary food to based upon your body weight. Now, if you're over 350 pounds, there's absolutely no gimmicks whatsoever. It's a very straightforward program. All you have to do is get up on the scale and just establish to everybody that, hey, you're a big guy or you're a big girl and you're okay with it. And as long as you're okay with it and want to have a good time, we're here is a great place to enjoy yourselves. Well, how often we do you them. get somebody, Dr. John? I mean, how often oh, does somebody get... 20 a day. We probably give away about 20 a day of uh, free meals. So of the thousands of people walking by our day, or by our door every day, who are over 350 pounds, um, only about 20 actually come on in. Every person who does that uh, enjoys the heck out of themselves because we all cheer for the person they're essentially the life of the party. Um, now, some people who don't understand might find that shocking that somebody um, who was that heavy would get up on the scale in front of everybody. But when they do do that, they have a great time. It becomes the most fun restaurant on the planet Earth because the person next to you just opened up and said, hey, I'm 420 pounds. I'm proud of it. Well, then everybody in the room starts opening up and, and being themselves and, and are a lot more comfortable. And the fact that it is a costume party makes it uh, entirely uh, a different dining situation. We're literally um, dinner theater in that we require people to interact with us at every level. You see, Las Vegas is a different kind of town. All right, I got to talk to you about the menu now. You know, you'd mentioned some of the things on there. First of all, the burgers, which is what you're known for, and it starts with the single bypass burger. But then the interesting part is it goes double, triple, all the way up to octuple bypass uh, uh, burger. Unbelievable! That could be four pounds of beef. How ma- do people actually come in and order the five and up uh, patty burgers? Um, yes, they do. Um, usually. Um, we sell singles and doubles and triples, as you can imagine. But 
And then people tend to jump straight up to the octuple bypass. They love to take photos with it. The reality when you're talking about four pounds of beef and 40 slices of bacon um, is that you're just not going to finish that. It's a good time. Everybody will laugh and enjoy taking pictures, but prepare for defeat. Uh, there are very few people in the world who are actually going to be able to finish the octuple bypass burger. Now, we um, actually won the Guinness Book of World's Records uh, for our quadruple bypass burger, which is what used to be our largest burger. But then to realizing somebody would as soon beat our record, we just decided to break our own record, which is why in the past couple years we expanded straight up to the octuple. But the, the burgers alone really aren't the full menu. We, we also have um, you know, half-pound hot dogs, which are really good, big, gorgeous chili dogs with lots of onions. Um, all of our, our onion rings and our french fries are deep-fried in pure lard, and that really brings the old-fashioned taste into it. Until you've had a natural lard and cooked your potatoes in it, You'll never really understand what a French fry was originally intended to taste like. Um, the, well, you know, that uh, is true, a- isn't it? Because I remember uh, some of the fast food joints, they used to have great French fries, and then we got on to how, what you were going to cook it in and so forth, and they really don't taste like that. This is kind of a throwback because they did make them this way, right, back in the 1950s and so, so forth? Oh, absolutely. Lard was the original uh, thing. Very, very, very few places you'll ever be able to enjoy a lard-cooked French fry. And, you know, we are one of them at the Heart Attack Grill, and we're proud of that. Um, As I said, we're particularly proud of our milkshakes. Um, You know, most people will uh, use an inferior ice cream, and then they'll cut it with milk and create what I consider to be a very weak milkshake. Well, we've taken, as I said, the highest fat ice cream that physics will allow to exist. Um, I mean, even if the ice cream gets warm, you can put a spoon in it and it'll still stand straight up. We'll be back in a moment with more from Dr. John, the proprietor of the Heart Attack Grill in downtown Las Vegas. Make sure to listen to Sports Rockin' Tours, which follows Vegas Never Sleeps in most markets. If your station doesn't carry it, there's two things you can do. First, call them and say, please carry Sports Rockin' Tours. Secondly, you can go to Sports R-A-C-X wherever you listen to podcasts. That's Sports R-A-C-X, short for Sports Rockin' Tours. That's Sports R-A-C-X. And we got some great guests coming up, too, including Jerry Kramer, Ed Cranepool, and Larry Merchant. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi, coast to coast on the Talk Media Network. I'm Peter Pavone, and you're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. What if every dollar you invested into your training program turned into $30 of revenue? What if your learning program was so engaging that your employees looked forward to annual trainings? And what if you could monitor the success and effectiveness of your curriculum with quantifiable metrics? Go to training.epsilonxr.com. 
e-learning has made each of these scenarios possible, utilizing tools such as virtual and augmented reality, simulations, and online instructor-led training provides a safe environment for employees to learn at their own pace. Go to training.epsilonxr.com. Here at Epsilon XR, we have 50 years of experience in creating powerful and effective training programs. We combine proven training methods with cutting-edge technology to create immersive training experiences. Are you ready to take your training program to the next level? Go to training.epsilonxr.com. Training.epsilonxr.com. Welcome back to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. Welcome back to Vegas Never Sleeps. You are listening to Dr. John of the Heart Attack Grill, which is famous for bypass burgers. You can start with a single bypass and they go all the way up to octuple bypass burger. Now what we do is we don't cut it with milk. We actually take the ice cream and warm it a little and blend it straight down. So you're essentially drinking straight ice cream through a very thick straw, and it's absolutely fabulous. Um, we, um, we'll, uh, we have a full bar, uh, which is, is, is a great opportunity for us to extend the medical theme even further. Right. All, of the, all of the wine comes in IV bags on an IV pole. So you're actually getting a wine drip when you come in. All of our liquor comes in uh, amber pill prescription bottles. So the, uh, the customer can actually see how large our shots are. Our shots are actually three and a half ounce shots. They're very, very big. Um, and they come in a, a prescription bottle. So you're able to quote unquote self-medicate. That's the fun thing about the heart attack grill. Um, that along with our own private label sodas, we do uh, root beers and um, colas and orange creams and everything else. So a lot of full sugar, actual cane sugar sodas in a glass bottle. No diet and, stuff? Oh, no, absolutely not. There's zero diet anything at the Heart Attack Grill. Uh, a lot of people like the Diet Coke, but when you try our full sugar Coke in a glass bottle yeah. or a root beer, you'll, you'll change. <laughs> the um, and then finally we have our own uh, our own micro brews, um, uh, which uh, our our neighbor makes them for us. We call them the we have a, a a dark, a red, and a blonde. So we call it the blonde nurse, the dark nurse, and the red nurse. And those are our our beers. And uh, we have a um, a very complete menu for what regular people enjoy. Again, we're not a fancy place. We we strive for that retro feel. If a regular person who just wants an old-fashioned cheeseburger that's kind of greasy with a little chili and onions, yellow cheese on it, we're your place. You can wash it down with a glass, a real glass bottle, full sugar cane soda, um, and enjoy yourself. But the, the key is, sure, we sell burgers and we sell fries, but mostly we sell food for thought because we want you to have a great time, but we want you to think, I am not uh, the devil that wants to kill every person uh, through obesity and heart attacks. I actually want everybody just to come in, enjoy themselves, and realize this, this is a treat that you should do once or twice a month. This is not something that you should do every day of the week. Right. Because if you do, you will die. <laughs> and, and if I could, along that vein, you know, we became very famous for a 
few uh, actual heart attacks, which really did occur in the restaurant. The, uh, we always received a lot of publicity from that, but what most people don't understand is that heart attacks do occur in all establishments. It's just that the global media loves to hop on the heart attack grill um, about these things. Unfortunately, um, two of our most treasured um, team members actually did pass away um, from heart attacks. Uh, the, uh, our first two uh, spokesmodels um, did. Um, they uh, were, you know, great people whose weight got a little out of control, and, um, you know, that's uh, the way it is. Um, we've received sort of mixed reviews over our internment of uh, John Aylman, our last spokesmodel. His, uh, his cremation remains um, are entombed at the bar so that the other uh, people can come in and see. Um, he um, requested that we hang on to his cremains, and um, that's what we've done. So it's a, uh, it, it might seem to be a very morbid uh, tourist attraction to some, but to others, they realize, or those who knew John, is that he was here every day of the week, and he loved the place, and this is where he wanted to spend all of eternity. And final question, and, and uh, you know, I think anybody that's been listening to this has to realize, you know, you got tongue definitely in cheek. You're having a blast with this stuff. It is a Vegas thing. There's no question. I think it's certainly worth a, a visit for everybody, especially people that love this kind of food, because it is kind of a throwback to the '50s, just in a lot more volume. But I got to ask you, is this something? You know, are you just the type of guy? that likes to, to stick it to some of these people? Because I, I, we can just tell, even by the way you're talking, you're just having some fun with people. You, you seem like the perfect guy to be the anti-PC, uh, at least in the food world, uh, poster boy. A lot of people, you know, think that, of us as being very politically incorrect. I mean, whether or not it's because you're in our bathrooms and, you know, in our urinals, you have an option to urinate on either the Republican or the Democratic oh, leader God. at the time. So uh, we have a very bold picture of both Obama and of Trump in our journals, and you could take turns if, if you choose. Um, we, uh, we go out of our way to let people have a good time, and that starts all the way at the front door. You know that the most trafficked square footage on the entire Fremont Street experience in classic old downtown Las Vegas, the most traffic square footage is the cattle scale in front of our restaurant. There is literally never a moment, 24 hours a day, when there is not someone on it or a line extending from that person. And this is a cattle scale in which you hop on and show the entire neighborhood in old 12-inch letters exactly how much you weigh. And that's something that has um, become part of the Fremont Street lure. It's one of the uh, many uh, famous things to come do while you're there here. And Heart Attack Grill, you got to put it on your must-see. It's really a lot of fun. It's downtown Las Vegas. And Dr. John, uh, why don't you tell people before they come where they can go online to see more about the restaurant before they uh, head in there? Sure. Now, anybody could always visit us at heartattackgrill.com uh, or hit any of our uh, interlinked social media. That's great. But the real must-see isn't the Heart Attack Grill. The real must-see is downtown Las Vegas. I cannot encourage anyone listening enough who's never had an opportunity to experience 
real Las Vegas, not the plastic stuff that's been created in the last 10, 15 years on the Strip, but the real Las Vegas, um, uh, the original classic architecture and the, the wonderful historic things we have down here, like the Mob Museum, which is incredible, the Neon Museum, uh, all of the original casinos, which date back to the early 1900s, they're all here. You need to come down to Fremont Street. If we're lucky enough to be one of your meals while you're here, that's great. If not, I'm just happy to see you partaking in what is a significantly more authentic Las Vegas experience than is the Strip. Dr. John, thank you so much for being with us today. We really enjoyed it, and we will come by and visit you. Thank you, sir. Uh, Take care, everybody. And um, just remember, taste worth dying for. Time now for your Vegas Insider, Scott Robin of VitalVegas.com. Scott has something to add when discussing places to eat in Vegas. He mentions the steakhouse at Circus Circus. Uh, the kids uh, have to wait until they're 12 to start gambling at Circus Circus. <laughs> no, no, they. Uh, it is a it is a weird vibe at Circus Circus. It really is a rarity amongst Las Vegas casinos because you will walk by the 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 uh, the midway area and there are kids playing games. Then you walk over to the casino. There's adult playing games. You kind of feel like it's a. Uh, they're kind of breeding that into the, you know, the really only the only difference between gambling and these uh, arcades and midway games is kind of like you get tickets rather than cash. But uh, kind of an interesting culture. But yeah, especially in the case of Circus Circus, that steakhouse is a standout. It is an oasis in the middle of a kid-friendly. They've got Adventure Dome. They've got the Midway. They've got the Circus Axe. But you go in that steakhouse and you will not believe that experience. Hey, thanks, Scott. Remember to visit VitalVegas.com every day. Nobody knows Vegas better than Scott Robin, and you'll love the daily look of the happenings all around town. Have your collectibles taken over your house? Well, maybe it's time for those treasures to find a new home, and I've got just the place to help you do that. The place to go is Baseball Cards and Bobbleheads, where they are always buying. Baseball Cards and Bobbleheads has over 35 years of experience buying collections of sports cards, memorabilia, bobbleheads, toys, action figures, comic books, Hot Wheels, Star Wars, movie posters, and more. If you've collected it, there's a good chance they'll buy it. Call Baseball Cards and Bobbleheads at 310-534-4180 or text them pictures of your collection. Baseball Cards and Bobbleheads, 310 534-4180. Coming up next is Sports Rockin' Tours. If your local station doesn't carry it, go to Sports R-A-C-X wherever you listen to podcasts. That's Sports R-A-C-X. That's Sports R-A-C-X. And you can hear this week's show as well as extended interviews with our previous guests. And please follow both shows on all social media platforms, including Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Thanks for listening today. This is Stephen Maggi reminding you, Vegas never sleeps. Las Vegas, here we go!